Welcome to Day by Day Stories of Business, Life, and Everything in Between. My name is Anne Day, and every week I will be bringing you stories to inspire and inform you. As women, we wear so many hats and juggle so many roles. We will be talking about what's important to us, our work, family, relationships, health, and the world around us. Please join us as we share these conversations about what matters most. Let's connect. Speaker Rosalie Wysocki used to say, your attitude determines your altitude. And this month, this is the theme of our podcasts. We will be looking at keeping a positive mindset, making decisions, and our attitudes to money. As well, we will hear from a successful entrepreneur whose story depicts the importance of tenacity and determination. Right now, having a positive attitude and mindset is more important than ever. I came across this great quote on Facebook. The heading was, life is like a camera. Focus on what's important. Capture the good times. Develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, take another shot. And that's probably what we need to do these days. My guest speaker is Kristen James, better known as CJ. And she's a mindset and transition coach. She has a BA in psychology and certification in solution-focused therapy and over a decade of, in the workforce as a manager. She helps aspiring women entrepreneurs take their mindset from struggling to strategic by working with them to get the clarity that will lead to results and they're aligned with their values. She's also great fun. So CJ, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about mindset. Let's start with the basics. When we talk about mindset, what do we mean? Mindset, there's actually two types of mindsets. There is fixed and then there's growth. Um, and fixed really, to define it is in, in simple terms, is saying you have these skills or you've, you're taught certain things and these are the skills and these are the lessons you learn to move through your life. And then growth mindset is basically saying that you can adapt. There's more out there for you to learn. There's more growth that is possible for you to learn. I like to use analogies, so it's easier to use an analogy. You're on a train and you've bought your ticket, you sit, you have your seat on the train and it's got to go through this tunnel. And if you have a fixed mindset, you're going to say, you know what, I've bought my ticket, I'm, I got my seat, I'm just going to stay. The train is going to be stopping just for you to take a break. But if you have a fixed mindset, like, I just want to get to my destination. I know what I need to do. Once I get to my destination, growth mindset will get off and they'll explore a little bit, see what's, what else is around, what else they can learn. They'll go up to the top of the, the hill and realize, oh, wow, that's what it's going to look like when I get to my destination. I cannot wait. So that's usually how I like to define uh, the difference between the two. But mindset really is just understanding how much our thoughts can impact how we show up in our day-to-day lives. So if you've got, uh, how do you get a growth mindset? Growth mindset. And I feel like entrepreneurs on a whole have a growth mindset. We have to be very, very adaptable. We know that there's so much that we do have to learn in order for not just our businesses, for, but for us to evolve. Growth mindset, it's really about being able to break out of our, our conditioning. To a certain degree, 
you know, there's certain, we are taught certain things and we develop certain habits based on their nature versus, versus nurture. So the growth mindset, I believe, really comes with a willingness to learn more about not just what's around you, not just what is out there in the world, but really to learn more about yourself. So it's, it's really about a willingness. So is it feasible to uh, change from being a fixed mindset to a growth mindset? Absolutely. And I love seeing that in people. I love when people realize, oh, so I just, oh, I can actually do more or I can, if I, you know, I learned this or if I apply this skill, I could, there is more that I can do. It wasn't just what I was told. It was, I wasn't limited. So it, you absolutely can make the shift. And I feel like a especially this past year, people are a lot more willing <laughs> to well, shift from that fixed to growth. Yeah, yeah, to just be able to adapt. We have to learn to adapt. And we are very, I believe each and every single one of us is very, very creative. And just being able to tap into that creativity and seeing where it takes you. Well, I'm sure too, it's, it's kind of like whether you're a glass half full or a glass half empty right? Yes. Uh, in terms of how you approach things. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, mind you, I think your point about entrepreneurs being uh, more risk takers, I think we're used to ambiguity. So I think that's part of what happens. Right. We're usually a little bit more willing. Or we just have to learn to be willing. Yeah, that's right. Involved. Yeah, sure. I remember once when we, we met once before and, and you were talking about how when you've suffered from self-doubt or questioned yourself, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you started having some discussion with your inner voice mm-hmm. and you're sort of saying, I'm going to acknowledge how, you know, what you're saying, but you can leave your slippers at the door. <laughs> or in other words, Another you know, analogy. not moving in. <laughs> Here I go with the analogies again. <laughs> but it's just so, there's so much fun. And it's really, again, it's creativity, right? Just, I just want to make sure if people are visual, they, they really get it. But by that, I meant, um, I feel like to really understand mindset, and this is what I like, I call it the emotion into motion model. And this is what I take my clients through, is understanding that how you feel impacts what you think and ultimately what you will do and how you will show up again in your businesses or in your everyday, not just your professional, but in your personal life. So even if those emotions, even the ones that we were taught to quote unquote ignore, those negative emotions that also will impact your thoughts, right? And that also ultimately will impact what you do, what you don't do for that matter. So if I'm dealing with self-doubt or if I'm sad or if I'm upset, I acknowledge it. But I also have the conversation, huh, where did this come from? What happened? What triggered it? How do I want to feel? And then I know how I, I want to feel better. I want to feel happy. I want to feel motivated. Right now, I don't really but this is temporary. So that's why I say, you can come in. Don't take off your shoes. <laughs> let's have a chat at the door. Tell me what you need me to know. <laughs> and then I'm going to let you go and I'm going to close the door so I can continue what I need to do. But just being, you were here, now you can go. <laughs> well, the other is, do you have to believe what's being said? Yes. In terms of your inner critic. Yes. You know, where's that coming from? Yes, yes. And you know, I also, it's, it's funny that you brought that up because I like to say um, to believe yourself 
when you say that you believe in yourself. Because we really try to, and our mind, we can really condition our minds. Whatever we really truly start to believe, our minds think it's real. And we start to live our lives based on, you know, the thoughts that we're feeding into our minds. Sometimes we really, we try to convince something if we have not acknowledged that, that self-doubt or those negative emotions, we're saying, oh yeah, I can do it. I, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's go. It's almost like you're sweeping something under the rug. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it, you believe in yourself and you're saying that you want to achieve and you want to manifest, but do you actually believe that when you say that about yourself? So it's important not just to believe in yourself, but believe yourself when you say it. It, it sort of reminds me of when we were, uh, Amy and I were writing the Good Enough book. We interviewed a lot of women, and I was surprised at the number of women who who suffered from self doubt and who mm. questioned themselves, or who were sort of part of what I'd call the imposter syndrome. You know, they sort of are putting on a mask mm-hmm. and pretending everything's okay. So, what happens to your mindset there when you are trying to work through the imposter syndrome? Yeah. Imposter syndrome, our best friend and our worst enemy. <laughs> it shows up and it just, on the most unwelcome guest, we just really can believe the lies sometimes that we're, we're telling ourselves. And we can talk ourselves or back ourselves into this corner. Imposter syndrome basically is, I believe a lot of times it comes from, yes, there's a self-doubt there's self-esteem, there's self-awareness. It's all these different parts of yourself. We are also in a culture where it's very easy to compare ourselves to mm-hmm. others. And comparison, we know the, the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. So you are starting to doubt yourself. I remember even when I first started my business, of course, I still totally experience imposter syndrome um, now and then, but now I can say, uh-oh, oh, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing this again. I can see what is coming up. (laughs) When I first started my business, I remember I was like, who am I as a coach to, you know, why people are going to want to hire me? And I'm a new coach and there's so many coaches out there. And I I had to like talk it through with my own business coach. But the analogy again... (laughs) That I like to use. I love it, CJ. <laughs> is we look at the. I saw a post. Maybe it was a last year or two years ago. Looking, walking down the bread aisle, and there's an entire aisle just for bread, and all these different bread companies are doing fantastic because they all have their own customers. They all they all have their own demographic that they target that they attract. So it doesn't matter how many other coaches there are. It is just knowing that you offer your own type of uniqueness and being able to understand that we have to be unique in a world where it's, it's see, it can seem like there's so much going on. Some different uh, parts are very saturated, but there is still a uniqueness. There's still you that you can offer. So yes, there are tons of other, for example, mindset coaches, but I love meeting them. I love having conversations with them. All very, very different. So dealing with imposter syndrome is knowing that we're starting to 
we're almost starting to lie to ourselves again. So we have to work on not just the working through the self-doubt, but work on your self-esteem. It might be some kind of limiting belief. It might be something that happened even in your childhood that you didn't necessarily deal with or address. And now that you're trying something new, here comes this little voice creeping up again, telling you you can't do it because it's, you've, you've heard that before and you've believed it before. So sometimes imposter syndrome to work through it, you might not necessarily be able to work through it on your own. And that's where it is helpful to, to have a mentor or a coach, just somebody just in your corner to, to nudge you, nudge you along. Because I know I definitely needed it. Well, yeah, I agree. And I think the, the whole point about comparisons, I think, don't think uh, social media helps with that. Because, Not at all. <laughs> because you, you don't know, really. I mean, somebody may sound as if they've got their whole life together. But oh. are they telling the truth? Is this are they really, telling the truth? Yeah. Is this really what's happening? Yeah. And so we compare ourselves, and it's not comparing apples with apples. It's No. Yeah. Yeah. I always say, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 25. <laughs> you are just starting. And in starting, we're thinking, oh my gosh, we got to, I have to have this done. I have to have everything. Perfection, which is a, a concept. <laughs> but we're thinking we have to go from zero to 100. I have everything ready to get started. I have to do this, 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 my website. I have to have my following. I have to have this product. I have, and we completely forget about steps one to 99 that we have to go through in order to get to 100. So what is your step one? It could be making a decision. It could be sending an email, reaching out, getting that mentor, that coach, making a phone call. It could be the tiniest thing, but it means that you have started you will not be able to go from zero to 100. And what somebody else is doing and, you know, showing and sharing on social media, really it's, it's none of our business because we have to go through our own steps. And you, you know how you said that um, someone can share something and you're wondering if it's true, but also when we share on social media, it's, it could be like 10 to 20% of our lives that we do share. So there's a whole other 80% that we're not seeing. So they're showing the frilly things and they've set up and they've taken this beautiful picture. <laughs> what did it take to actually get to the beautiful picture? And what actually happens after that image has been captured? <laughs> so we have to remember all that too. It's, and I like to think of it as it's none of my business. Like good for them, sending good vibes to them. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I remember times when I used to hang out with a whole bunch of women that were super successful entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. and I'd find myself posturing, and I'd hate that because I, I wasn't being authentic and so forth. Now, my answer was just to not hang out with them anymore, <laughs> but, which may not have been the best thing to right, do. Right, you know, it was the best for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't like what it was doing to me. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally, absolutely get it. And you know, you hear that a lot. There's so many successful women out there. Okay, great. So be motivated by that. Do you want to be a successful woman? All right. What do you need to do in order to be a successful woman? What, what person A, person B, all the way down, what they did, good for them. What do you need to do? <laughs> well, the other, the other thing is everybody's definition of success is so different. Yes. And I mean, that's actually why our slogan at Company of, of Women is achieve success on your own terms. Right. Because, you know, for some it would be making a lot of money and for others that's not the motivator. So, 
you know, I, I certainly with Company of Women, my, my motivator is making a difference and, and helping women succeed. So it, it can be very different. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. As it should be. No? That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. Um, right now, with all that's happening in the world, <laughs> mm. it can really? be very hard. <laughs> really, yeah. It can be really hard to keep a positive mindset. I mean, people would ask me how I was doing, and I'd say, well, it depends when you ask me. Yeah. Because some days or some hours I'd be fine, and other hours I'd be sort of, oh, you know, woe is me, uh, and so forth. Yeah. So how do you combat that? What I realize in dealing with uh, uncertainty, as we are in uncertain times, is remembering that there are just certain things that we do not have control over. We have zero control. We're, we are all in it. We're going through it. We're all doing the best that we can. And some of us really need that reminder. You're doing the best that you can. But what do you absolutely positively have control over? You have control over your thoughts. You have control over your emotions to a certain degree. You have control over just how you show up in your day-to-day, how you react or respond to people. You don't have control over what someone says to you, but you do have control over how you react. We, where I think the, um, the uncertainty really comes in is we get overwhelmed. There was a lot being thrown at us. And in dealing with the, the overwhelm, we don't know where to start. We don't know who to reach out to. We don't know what to do. And as cliche as it sounds, we just have to be able to take it one day at a time. And whenever I hear people say, well, you know, I'm trying. I'm saying, you're not trying. You're doing. You showed up today. And sometimes showing up is all you need to do, that you're doing the best that you can. So thank you for just showing up. Yeah, we are really hard on ourselves. I yeah. think we are still expecting to be doing the same and delivering the same as we used to. Whereas for a lot of us, we're on a learning curve around online, using Zoom, whatever. Yeah. And and people are having to change what they've been doing in the past. So yeah, sure. that is hard. Yeah, I know. I find even doing these podcasts, I'm sort of, I don't like being a student again. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be good at what I do. So, you know, I think that's part of it too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But there's so much that you can learn from others. Once you can let go of the fact that we are completely different, our journeys are, are completely different, our paths, our missions, everything is completely different. There's so much, once you're open to it, and willing again, you know, to that growth mindset. There's so much that you you can learn from just our differences. So I'm sure you're having so much fun having these conversations and, and being a student again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I want the A plus. <laughs> <laughs> the super achievers, you know. <laughs> right, yes, of course, of course, always, 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 for sure. <laughs> So what advice would you give to someone about trying to get to a growth mindset and and coping with all that's happening right now? I like that you mentioned coping. Yes. And we have to remember that we are coping and we have to remember that we are adjusting and we are understanding how willing are you? And there's a willingness that comes with being adaptable, being put in a new 
completely different environment or situation and being able to say, okay, change is the only constant, especially now, change is the only constant. What can I take away from this? How, what am I going to, how am I going to show up today? Again, taking it one day at a time, acknowledging how you feel. If, you know, you start, again, there might be certain triggers. There might be other things that we need to address, but we, there's a willingness that has to be able to check, being able to check in with yourself and ask yourself, even in the mirror, how are you doing today? taking it one day at a time. You got up today, you showed up today. What is one thing that I can do today that I can feel accomplished by the end of the day when I lay my head down tonight? That I'm gonna, it's not about, we're always going to feel overwhelmed. The th- things are always going to be thrown at us. Because again, we can't control some of these things. So it's just, how are you doing today? And what is one thing that I can do that I'm willing to do today to feel a little bit more accomplished. And that that could be, you know what? I don't want to show up today. Okay. Take a nap (laughs) (laughs) or sit on the couch and you binge watch what you need to binge watch. Tomorrow is a new day, but ask yourself, what is that one thing? What is that one thing that I can do today to feel more accomplished? CJ, you seem such a positive person. So (laughs) what do you do for yourself to keep yourself like that? I get that all the time. Thank you very much for that. I make a decision every single morning. What kind of day am I going to have today? There are the days that it might take me a while to come around. There are the days where I don't even want to show up, so I just don't. I, honor, I love to honor. I say it all the time, honor your emotions. Most of the time, I wake up and I'm like, wow, today's a new day. This is awesome. I'm so grateful that I woke up this morning. There's no way but up from here. Whatever I do today, I'm going to make sure I make sure it's a good day. So I just, I just, I don't know. I wake up and I'm just grateful. I wake up with a heart of gratitude. I do a gratitude exercise every single morning. I check in at night. How do I know what was the day like? There's certain questions I ask myself. And one of those questions, the very first question, um, the six questions I ask, and the very first one is, did I smile today? Yes or no? And then did I make someone smile? And then I go through, like, did you show up as your authentic self? And by the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, today was absolutely a good day. So I make a decision every morning. That sounds good. I used to do that with my kids when they were little. I asked them what was the highlight of their day. Because it was always, it was a way to get them to focus on the positives. Yes. And then they'd ask me what was the highlight of my day. (laughs) I'd struggle. (laughs) It's so interesting. We can learn so much from kids. I just love talking. (laughs) Well, CJ, thank you for joining me today. You've been a ray of sunshine. (laughs) Thank you for having me all. Thanks so much, Anne. (laughs) Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us this week at Day by Day, stories of business, life, and everything in between. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some insights as a result. Each month, we will take a different theme and explore the topic from different perspectives. If you want to reach me, you can find me on LinkedIn or email me at anday at companyofwomen.ca.